See, you have not because you ask not. When the last time you really asked for something? That's Steve Harvey. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today to start off the week with Steve Harvey returning to the show. And in today's clip, he's going to share one of the most valuable lessons that he learned on his road to success. And In true Steve Harvey fashion, he adds a great story and a few laughs. So let's jump right into this one with Steve Harvey. Enjoy. The smallest scripture I ever read changed my life. The scripture real simple. You have not because you ask not. Do you know the difference that that could make in your life? I'm just giving you real talk now. I'm just trying to tell you how I got here. See, I, I have no education. I applaud all of you with your education. I was sitting there talking to so many men who have in corporate America and all that. I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of that because I don't have that. But you sit here and you take what you have and it could be so much more if you would ask. See, you have not because you ask not. When the last time you really asked him for something? Or do you keep making requests that's inside the confines of your paycheck? When you gonna get outside of that? Didn't I just tell you God ain't in your paycheck? Didn't I just tell you he ain't in your job title? The life God got for you is in your imagination. Why you still imagining stuff? Why you keep dreaming of a summer home? Why you keep dreaming of retirement, leaving your grandkids money? So I'm at the age now where I think about my grandkids. I got seven TV shows. Dog, I only need one. One show pay me enough money. I need four for my wife. (laughs) Four of them is for Marjorie. The other three is for the grandkids. I just need one. I do not live my life in the confines of what anybody says to me. I let my imagination go, and now imagination is a preview to life's coming attraction. But what that really means is, is God showing you a preview of what he has for you. So now, if you have not cause you ask not, do you understand if you up your ask, he has to up his give? This period, this is simple stuff that anybody can apply. You ain't even gotta have no degree to do this. You don't even have to have no money to do this. You can start this today and change your whole game. If you up your ass, he got to up his gill, period. You have not cause your ass not. Quit asking God for little bitty stuff. Lord Jesus, help me make my rent. Don't he always? All y'all got somewhere to stay. How about this? 
Why you keep asking for rent? Why don't you ask for a mortgage? If he gonna give you the money for a place to stay, what difference do it make to God? But if you keep saying rent, ain't he fair? He keep giving you rent. If you ask for a mortgage, he'll give you a mortgage. But you have not cause you ask not. Lord Jesus, help me fix my car so I can make it to work. Why do you keep praying over that raggedy car? <laughs> Why don't you ask God for a car that don't need fixing? You know, they roll them off the assembly line every day. How you can't get a new car? How you serve God? How you go to church and you can't get a car? Just a new car. How you can't get that from God? You know why? Because you ain't asking him. You keep asking him for stuff that fit in your paycheck. Your paycheck say a 2015 Lexus. So you go down there and ask him for that. Then guess what you get? A 2015 Lexus. You up your ask, he up his gill. You have not because you ask not. This ain't a magic trick, man. Listen, I have asked God for some tremendous stuff. Everything he hasn't given to me is on the way. I have no doubt about it. Why would he not? See, can I tell you what really prompted this thinking in me? When I was homeless, I lived in a car for three years. I made some decisions in my life, man, and threw myself off a cliff. My decision in October, the, uh, October 8th, 1985, I walked into a comedy club for the first time on a dare from a girl. Jesus. I walked into a comedy club for the first time. Had never heard of a comedy club. But all my life, I wanted to be on TV. Had never heard of a comedy club. October the 8th, I walked into Hilarity's Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. That's right outside Acton. I signed up for the following week because I just wanted to see what the comedians did. Man, I, wanted, I saw stand, live stand-up for the first time. They had 10 acts supposed to go up. Nine of them went up. The 10th guy got scared and went, ran out the door. So I had signed up for the following week. The guy says, listen, we lost our 10th act. We're going to go to the phones. We're going to go to the week from next week. If Steve Harvey's here, come on up now. And the crowd started clapping. I was eating a chicken wing and drinking some grapefruit juice. And I turned to the girl and I said, it's a dude in here. Got the same name I got. She say, you the stupidest b I know. All right, I'm getting close to that, it's that time limit. I was hanging in there, Grand, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Grand. I, how long was I up here for? Did I get 20 in? Amen. You're usually around 15, 20. So I ran up on stage, I'm doing, I don't even know what to do, but I just started talking about boxing and stuff that happened to me. Audience was hollering, laughing. They brought all 10 of us back up on stage. They had a clap off. I won the clap off. I won $50. I cried from Cuyahoga Falls to 
Cleveland. The girl kept saying, why are you crying? It ain't but $50. I said, no, you don't understand. This way more than 50. This is what I do. She said, what you mean this is what you do? This just your first time. Uh, you don't understand. Something happened to me. I won amateur night. I went to work the next day, October 9th, 1985, and quit my job. You've all seen this book I got out in this video called Jump. Oh, I jumped. Now, I don't recommend that you do it that way because <laughs> two years later I was homeless because <laughs> the first year of comedy I made $3,400. The next year I made $4,800. And the third year I made $5,300. I got a wife, a set of twins. I'm sending every dollar I got to them. So I tried to live on $50, $75 a week. Gas was $0.38 cent a gallon back then. I just stayed in my car. So I lived in my car for three years. Three years I lived in my car. And what happened was I just said, man, so I used to fish all the time to eat because I'm a fisherman. I'm a bass fisherman. So I used to stop at lakes and ponds and just fish. And every night, every month, I get run off from somebody's land. Hey, get away from here. Hey, move along, that's not yours. Hey, stop fishing here. I just get run off. And he didn't understand. And one time I had fish on the line. They said, you got fish on that line? I said, yeah, throw them back. I had to throw them back because I used to stop at rest areas with them little cast iron grills. I kept charcoal in my car. I started a fire and I eat fish. There's some days I wouldn't eat. So that, they thought I was just fishing, but I was eating. So I said one day, I said, man, you know what? One day, man, I'm going I'm to I'm get myself some land. I'm, I'm buy myself a piece of dirt. So fast forward, God bless me. I get on TV when I'm 38. I'm on Showtime at the Apollo. Lord, have mercy. They gave me my money. I saved my money up. I saved $250,000. I said, I'm going to give me some land. I went to Texas. And I'm about to buy some land. But before I went to buy the land, I was curious. I just had the thought. I said, man, I wonder how much land is on earth? How, how many acres is on earth? Because you know it's not going to change. You know, God lets you fly. God lets you dive on the water. God don't let you make dirt. Can't make dirt. So I looked it up. It's roughly over, just a little bit over, 36 billion acres of land. 36 billion acres of land. So I just got a little bit more curious, and I said, well, how many people on earth? I looked it up, and it was about 6 billion people on earth. So I did some Steve Harvey thinking. I said, okay, if it's 36 billion acres of land, and it's about 6 billion people on earth, everybody ought to have 6 acres of land. Not just me, you know, I just, just thinking. So I asked God, could I have six acres? That's all I wanted. Because you know the one thing I wanted? I didn't care if I put a house on it or nothing. I just wanted to be a stand somewhere and couldn't nobody run me off. I just wanted...
You know, man, I was in a world of hurt. I was so sick of just getting, just getting run off, man, every time I stopped somewhere. So I got this money, man. I saved my money. I saved $250,000. I'm going and I'm looking for some land. The first day I get there, I see a piece of land in Texas, so beautiful, I couldn't believe it. It had rolling hills, had a pond on it where I could fish. I, the dude took me over there, I look at the land, and I'm, and I'm looking at I said, man, this is great right here. I said, sir, how much is this right here? He said, well, it's about $600,000. I said, man, I ain't, I ain't got that kind of money. He said, well, how much do you have? I said, I got 250000 I said, well, let me think about it, man. He said, let me think about it. And I was standing there, and then I stopped. I said, sir, can I ask you a question, man? How many acres of land is that? He said, this is six acres. Six. Six years ago. I just asked God, just give me six. See, I didn't want a whole lot of acres. I just wanted my cut. Just give me my six. And so I said, ain't this crazy? So I thought about it. I said, man, what can we work out? Right before I got ready to say it, the guy that took me over there said, Steve, let me show you something right quick. He took me over to this hillbilly's house. Took me over to this hillbilly house named Jerry Campbell. Now, I, I don't really care for hillbillies, Cause you know we don't. I just you know when you voice you know I believe and I don't let when I hear that I, me and you probably ain't gonna work out. I'm from Cleveland. I do things. I don't I don't want no trouble. I met this hillbilly. I was a little nervous about meeting him, man, because I ain't like the way he talked. But mess around turned out to be one of the finest men I ever met in my life. Became a father figure to me. It's an old white man. He took me to his house. He said. Let me show you something. He took me over and showed me this land, and it was massive. It had three lakes on it. It had rolling hills. It had trees. It was unbelievable, man. I said, man, this is incredible. I said, man, how much is this? He said, this 16 acres. I said, hey, man, I ain't got that kind of money. Let me go on back over here to this dude where I can, Mike can cut a deal. He said, well, let me ask you something. What was you going to give that man over there? I said, well, I hadn't worked it out yet because all I got is $250,000. He said, well, listen, I'm in a little bit of a tight right now. <laughs> said, if you can bring me 250000 cash by tomorrow, I'll give you this 16 acres. I showed up next day. $250,000, 16 acres. See, that's grace and favor right there. That's what that is. So my first piece of land was 250 acres. So I said, man, this is the land that I'm going to save for my family. I'm going to fish on the rest of my life. I'm going to be an old man. So then I got to thinking. I said, hold up, man. You mean you have not because you asked now. I asked for six, six years ago. He showed me six. But he gave me 16, so I went to God. I said, God, listen to this. I'm from Cleveland. I got a couple partners that's locked up. They probably won't be using they six. 
So I said, Lord, could I have a six? And he said, yeah. So every time acres came up available around that 16, I bought it. And I bought six more. And then I went back and I said, well, Lord, you know, all my friends ain't locked up, but some of them just ain't, you know, they just ain't, well, they just ain't nothing. You know, they, they don't want nothing. They ain't trying. Could I had A6? So he gave me the A6. And so then I was doing a show one time uh, on HBO, a friend of mine. He's an atheist. He don't believe in God, but he got a late night show. And he asked me to do the show, and I thought I was going to be on there telling jokes. But come to find out, he was doing a show on atheism. And I turned him down. I said, I don't want to talk. He said, well, why don't you come and talk? You're a man of faith. I said, well, I don't like arguing with people who don't believe in God. You don't believe in God. I think you're a fool. And I'm pretty sure since I believe in God, you think I'm a fool. And I don't think two fools ought to be standing around talking. Let's just end that. He said, man, come on and do the show. So we did the show. I hated it. But after the show, I counted all them atheists. And it was six of them. So I asked God, could I have a six? Because I know good and well, they ain't going to ask him for nothing. Cool. So he gave me the six. Next thing you know, I had 270 acres of land. Now let me tell you something. I'm so busy now. I don't even get to go to that ranch. I never can go. And I thought I was going to be fishing and save it for my kids the rest of life. But God had another plan for me. That's the ranch that I had my mentoring camp on. I bring a thousand black boys out there with a thousand single mothers. And that was the purpose of that ranch. I never go there to fish at all. But see, that's what I wanted. I thought that's what it was for. But God got another plan. His way is way bigger than yours. You can't even see his way. But you got to start to hustle. You got to give God something to work with. Look, if you start hustling and grinding, he'll fill it up for you. But if you ain't got no hustle and no grind, he can't fill it up. So guess what? I don't ever go there to use that land for fishing or not. But I'm changing boys' lives over there. But on top of all that, you know how many houses he done gave me? This, I'm telling you about God. Remember what I told you when I first started? Every statement I signed, when it sounded like I'm talking about myself. Remember I said, say, cause of God. You know how many houses I got now? <laughs> they counting them up. <laughs> six, bruh, six, twelve. Now I ain't got that many houses. The point I'm making to y'all is you have not cause you ask not. Big thanks to Steve Harvey for stopping by. His website is steveharvey.com. His Instagram is I am Steve Harvey TV. And his latest book is entitled Act Like a Success, Think Like a Success, Discovering Your Gift and the Way to Life's Riches. And everything I mentioned, along with a link to the entire talk, will be in the show description below. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Steve, you can go to the show description as well and check out the previous episode section where you'll see all the previous episodes that he has been on the show. And um, all right, when you get a chance, please follow the show, 
share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I thank you and I appreciate you for taking the time out to do that. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later.